0: Thank you for tuning in to today's life message from Cornerstone Church. We hope you enjoy today's encouraging message. If you would like more information about the church, stay tuned after this podcast. This morning, I want to talk to you about three things. I want to talk to you about your calling. I want to talk to you about your calling. I'll make room for you. And I want to talk to you about your legacy, in your calling. I'm going to read you the three points that I have. First of all, I want to tell you this, your calling is holy. When God calls you to something, it is holy in his sight. And I believe if God calls you, he'll equip you. God will make a way where there is no way. Think about the Red Sea. Moses had a mountain, rock, he had a hard place on one side, he had a sea in front of him, and he had Pharaoh behind him. And there was really nowhere to go, nothing he could do. But for God said, stick that rod out over that river, that ocean, and the water split, and they crossed, because God is able to do what you cannot do. God is able to perform where you cannot perform. God is able to help you when you are in a helpless situation. I'm telling you, He's on the throne. I'm going to read you the three points. I have my message. Your calling is given by God. And all of our calling starts at salvation, starts at a personal experience with Jesus Christ. I will tell you this just kind of as a little humor, but a little truth. You can go and sit in the car, in the garage, every day of your life and never be a car. Some people can go to church every day of their life and never end up being a Christian. A Christian is a person who has an experience with Jesus Christ. I will tell you a little bit about my, my experience when I met Christ. I was a scoundrel. I was no good. I was a thief. I was a liar. I, I drunk all I could, ran around, did everything I shouldn't do. But there was a day that I confronted Jesus, or maybe he confronted me. And when I did, I knew that I needed a change in life because I was distraught. And so I came to an altar just like this. I knelt down. I may have to have some help getting up. (laughs) No, I knelt down at that altar like this, and I said, Jesus, forgive me. Oh God, come into my heart. And you know what happened? Things changed. I still had on the same old pair of blue jeans. I had on the old shirt, but something changed inside of me. Life took on a new meaning, and life was different. And so, and so that's where the that's where our calling starts at. And then, and then. Your calling or your gift that God gives you in your ministry will make room for you. It will make room for service. I mean, you know that we all are called to serve. If we're called Christ, if we're called to Christ, we're called to serve. We're called to give. We're called to make a difference in somebody's life. How many of you would have ever thought that Josh and Caleb going to New Zealand, then going to where was that place out? Watch it. Vanuatu. Going to the other end of the world may change the whole island from this church. Wow. Renee was smiling. I was crying. She, of course, she's seen it, got over the crying part of it already. Me, I seen it, and start crying. Because because your your gift, you know, makes you know it'll make room. It'll make room. What you have. People need. What you have, God will let you share. And then the third thing is your calling will leave an eternal everybody say eternal legacy. It will leave an eternal legacy. What you do is important. I want to read to you three portions of scripture. The first one is, is in um, Moses I mean not Moses, Exodus chapter three. Verse 1 says, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the other side of the wilderness. How many ever felt like you'd been on the other side of the wilderness? Well, Moses led, his, led the flock on the other side of the wilderness and came to the to the Mount Horb, Mount of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in the flame of fire from within a bush Moses saw for for within for within a bush Moses saw and thought that the bush did not burn up so Moses thought I will go over and see this great sight why this bush does not burn up when the lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush and said, Moses, Moses, understand this. The angel was the flame of fire, but God was speaking. You can have a circumstance that God speaks out of to you. And they're not always pleasant. In this case, this was pleasant. Seeing the bush it burned would not be consumed. He, he was he was Calling to Moses, and he said this, Moses, Moses, and I want to tell you something, when God calls you, he knows who he's calling. When God speaks to you, he knows who he is speaking to. He knew Moses was standing there, he knew Moses, and he said, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, what you better say, and I better say, I am here Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place place where you are standing is holy ground. The place where you're standing, holy ground. Your call that God places on you is holy. It's holy. It's important. It has a meaning. And God has a purpose. That's one of the things this generation is lacking: is purpose. But God wants to give you purpose. He gave Moses purpose. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, Then he said, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face, because he was afraid who look on God. Your call is holy and you're never alone in it. You always have the presence of God with you. He said, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And in that call, he, he, he he placed that. He placed in him, told him, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. One of the things... In my years of ministry, of 50 years of ministry, I have been alone, but I never was alone. I've been alone. I've been by myself and things, but I've never been alone because always I've had the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I've always had the Lord helping me, even though sometimes it's been despair and There's been problems and what have you. God has always been there. I've always had the Lord in the midst of the situation, and so do you. Can I hear amen? Amen. Because God cares, God is, God will always be, and he'll always help his children. I'm, you know, excuse me, I am very, uh, those poor people, those poor Christians in Afghanistan, that have died. Would you give me a Kleenex? A box of Kleenexes. That has died for the cause of the gospel. They're not alone. They're not distraught. They're not in despair. They might be dead. But you know, that's not the end of the story. That's just not the end of the story. Because we serve an eternal God. We don't always everything ever understand everything and this temporal earth, but we serve an eternal God, and one day, all our questions wise will be answered. And I will guarantee you one thing, on this earth, there's more questions than our answers. But I want to assure you, three things, three things I want to say about Moses. Moses had a call. Moses served in his call. He went to Pharaoh and freed the children of Israel and in that process, he left a legacy. The legacy is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. He wrote the first five books of the Bible, which to this day influence and impacts people's lives worldwide because God had his hand upon Moses. I mean, no, Moses, yes, upon Moses. And he, and he changed the world because he was willing to walk over to a burning bush. I want to talk to you a little bit about Paul. The three points about Paul. Paul's call, Paul's service, and Paul's legacy. Acts chapter 9, verse 3 says this. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly, you might have a suddenly in your life, but it's not a suddenly to God. You might have a suddenly, but it's not a suddenly to God. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly there was a light from heaven flashing around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying, it's amazing, said, Moses, Moses. Now the Lord says, Saul, I mean, Paul. No, it's Saul, Saul. Why do you persecute me? Then verse 5 says, Who therefore, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. This is what Jesus said. He said, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But Jesus said, "I am Jesus." Whom you persecute, he replied. Now, get up and go to the city and you will be told what to do." Now, most of us probably understand the story here is that the story Abraham, I mean that Saul is that Saul was persecuting the church. Paul was the leader He orchestrated things, but when he met Jesus, there were some things that went by the wayside. He said, I am Jesus whom you persecute, he replied. Now get up and go to the city, and you will be told what you must do. The whole thing changed for Saul. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground but when he opened his eyes he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand. That was, that was Paul's call. Now Saul's call. And Saul, got cha- his name got changed to Paul. His encounter was dramatic. His, his service was 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 dramatic and he wrote 14 of the new testament books which he left and he left a legacy forever with one encounter with the lord changed his life that's what happened to me one encounter changed my life with the lord now i've not written any books I had a chapter in a book written about me, but I didn't write it. So, so that, was a, that, was a dramatic, that was a dramatic thing. And, and I want to talk to you a little bit here about Jesus' calling, you know, because that's what Jesus is doing this morning. He's calling. He's calling. He said this, As Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon and Peter, his brother Andrew, that were casting their nets in the lake, and they were fishermen. And this is what Jesus said, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will, send you, I will send you to become fishers of men. And this is what they did. They left their nets and followed Jesus. No flashing lights, no explosion, no lightning from heaven, just a call from Jesus. And I want to tell you this morning, Jesus is calling. It's calling us. And Jesus, Jesus came. Jesus served. And Jesus left a legacy. He left a legacy of you and me. He left a legacy of salvation. He left a legacy of sending the Holy Spirit so we could be filled with God's Spirit. He left, he left those things. And I want to I wanna tell you this. Um, my son's going to be preaching next Sunday. That's a legacy. But I, wanna, I want Elisa and Josh to come up here. Where's Elisa? You didn't run off on me, did you? Elise and Josh come up here. Elise and Josh have got a legacy. Elisa, how long have you been working with the young people? Long time. You know, fifty years. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long I've been working with you. I think Seventeen. Seventeen or, <laughs> or eighteen years she has worked with the young people. Wow. That's amazing. How about you, Josh? Uh, nine to but, ten. That's here all oh, oh, together. All together. 12. 12 years. Yeah. That's amazing. They deserve that. Now, I want to tell you what we're going to start doing. They got about 40 young people that they want to take to revival. They don't have the money to do that, so we're going to be taking some offerings up. You're going to be hearing a little about that. We're going to take up some offerings and help them. And I think we need about $5,000. Anybody like to write that check this morning? We'll take it. (laughs) Because we want to leave a legacy. You'd have never thought that, you'd have never thought, thank you, you guys can sit down. You'd have never thought that, that, um, I'd have never thought Caleb. I'd have never thought Josh. I'd have never thought the other end of the world. But you know what? God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And God's ideas are bigger than our ideas. And And you help and support and send these young people of revival, you don't know what that will impact. I, uh, I'm going to tell a little story about Albert. Albert, and I'm going to run over on purpose. Albert, sorry Mark, Albert, as all of his life, you can come up if you would like Albert. All of Albert's life, he's been told no, no, no. Because at one time, Albert was legally blind. And they told him, no, he couldn't drive. No, he couldn't do this. No, he couldn't do that. No, no, no. Well, Albert started coming to a church. The God of the church started saying, yes, yes, yes. yes. And where they told Albert he'd never be able to drive, where's your driver's license at, Albert? You're supposed to be waving them around. They're out in the car. He's got his driver's license. He couldn't see... When he took the eye test, he couldn't see the eye, you know, because that's why they said he was legally blind, because he couldn't see the thing. But you know what God did? God healed him. Because he, when he went to take his driver's test, he could see disease and the wise and whatever they have you read. Now, he could read them enough that he doesn't even need. Well, then you have to wear glasses? Yeah. Okay, so that's all right. Yeah. There are plenty of people that have to wear glasses. But God is the God of the impossible. Thank you, Albert. Thank God. I want to share with you a little bit of another legacy, or of another thing. Chandler said to me, come up here, Chandler. Chandler came to me and he said, I want to tell you what I want to be when I grow up. Tell everybody real loud. A preacher. He wants to be a preacher. We're leaving a, Folks, we're leaving a legacy. Thank you. We're leaving a legacy. We're leaving, we're leaving the next generation. We're changing. We're planet shakers. This church is a planet shaker. You all have done great things in your giving, in your time, in your effort. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't we serve a good God? Don't we serve a good God? Just like Caleb gave some money in an offering and then gave some money to somebody else, think of what you have done as well, what God, how God has used what you have given. It's amazing. Thank you for listening to this week's Encouraging Podcast. You can find out more information about the church on our Facebook page at Cornerstone of Victory Church, Statesville. Remember, life begins at the cross.